You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back. This is Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, recording from beautiful Central Florida. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Glad to have you. This is episode 216, and in this episode, I'm going to be answering the question, should I ever attend a same-sex wedding? Uh, I do have some friends that have attended same-sex weddings, and and when they told me about it, um, you know, they just it never occurred to them that maybe they shouldn't have done it. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've gotten a whole host of emotions and a whole range of of, of feedback and pushback and and, and thoughts um, and follow up questions. And so, I, I think this is uh, this is important uh, for those of you who have been regular listeners of the podcast. Uh, you know that I'm in the middle of a mini series uh, covering a variety of topics related to um, homosexuality and and same gender relationships same gender attraction, uh, basically started in episode 212 and have been going through. So you can go back and listen to the last few episodes. That'll be helpful. And then before that, episodes 78, 79, and 80 are also episodes related to homosexuality. So if you are interested in hearing more of my thoughts, feel free to uh, to go back and listen through those, through those, through those episodes. Um, so should, should you ever attend a same-sex wedding? Um, I'm not going to tell you what you should or should not do on this one. I'm going to refrain. I'm going to tell you what I would or would not do. I'm going to just going to give you my personal preference, my conviction on how on how I would approach um this scenario if someone were to invite me to a same-sex wedding. I have not been invited to one at current time in my life. Um, I do have some friends that are gay that might get married at some point to the same gender, someone of the, someone of the same gender, and it is plausible that I might get invited to at some point in my life. And uh, so I'm just telling you what what I would do uh, or how I would approach making that decision. Um, before I do that, I will tell you, I think this is a tough one in, in some regards. I think this is a difficult one. I think there's lots of Christians that would just say, this is easy. Of course you wouldn't go. Um I don't think it's that easy. I think I think there are some elements to this that make this tough. Um, there's a lot of emotions involved. You've got friendships at stake, possibly. You've got relationships that could be fractured. Um, weddings are a big, big deal uh, to a lot of people, and um, and with the cultural revolution we've seen over the last decade related to same-sex uh, marriage and uh, same-sex weddings and relationships, I think there are. I think there are some expectations that might be put on people that would make this uh, difficult. And so, you know, on on one hand, if you're friends with gay people um, that that might invite you to their wedding, particularly if they know you're a Christian and if they know that you you think their lifestyle choices is sinful, then and they still invite you, that would that would seemingly be a big deal. Um, And so, on, on one hand, you would want your friends and your family that might be gay to know that you love them. Um, like you want them to know, I love you. I'll sacrifice for you. I, I want to be a good friend to you. I want to give you advice. I want to serve you and your family, whatever way I can. Like, I mean, th- there, there is an element where you want to be a good friend to that person. And if you've had a great friendship with this person for, you know, for, for any length of time to not go to the wedding feels like it could fracture that relationship and therefore they would not, you know, maybe not listen to the gospel or, or maybe not want to be friends with you. And that, that feels like that could be tough. Uh, so, so I understand the emotions behind saying, this is my friend. I want to be there for them. I'm going to go to the wedding. Um, 
on the other hand, I think it matters to God that we that we don't with our actions directly or even indirectly condone things that God is not pleased with. And I think I think as difficult as this situation is, my desire to never condone something that is displeasing to God would probably lead me to say, I I will not attend a same-sex wedding. Um, now, I also won't just not show up. I think I would want to have a conversation with the person and let them know. Uh, I want to make it have a clear understanding. Like, I love you. I want to be a good friend to you. And here's the reason why I cannot go. And I would want to have a conversation if that person would be would be open to having that conversation. What I would not do is just pretend I'm busy or just not show up or not RSVP or just RSVP no and not say anything. Like, I think that would be the kind of an easy way out, in my opinion. I think it would be a little bit cowardly. So I, I would not want to go that direction. Um, I think I would, I would not go to the wedding. And, and here's the reason why. Again, I don't want my actions or my behaviors to send a message that says I condone something that I think God is is not happy with. Um, let me give you let me give you an example. Um, I've got several friends of mine that are that are married. Um, I've been a best man in weddings or a groomsman in weddings multiple times. I think I've been a best man or a groomsman something like fourteen or fifteen times in my life, something like that. Um, and I've got some really good friends that are married. And if one of my friends were married to his wife and decided that he was going to leave his wife, like let's say, for example, my, my friend James, who lives here in Florida, who's one of my closest friends in the world. I was the best man at his wedding uh, you know, almost two years ago, a year and a half ago or so. If he came to me tomorrow and said, hey, Kenny, um, I'm going to have an affair. I've been having an affair for the last few weeks and I'm leaving my wife, Lisa, and I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to divorce her. Um I would say, are you freaking crazy? Like, I would pr- probably punch him in the groin if I'm honest. Like, I would be, I'd be angry, and I would, and I would, I would not, I would not condone that action. Um, but what if he said, you know, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't care. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do what I want to do. And then let's say he divorces his wife, and then a few months later he calls me and says, hey, bro, I want you to be the best man at my wedding again to marry, you know, marrying this new girl, Sally. Um, I, I would, I would say no. I would say, hey, bro, I can't attend your wedding because, um. Because in my opinion, this is a wedding that should not be happening, because because you broke the marriage covenant, and you 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 cheated on your wife, and you had an affair, and you destroyed your family, and um, and and you've made no effort to to reconcile that. You haven't repented, and uh, if I were to attend your wedding or be a part of your wedding in any way, it would it would it would be me sending the message that I think this is good, and I'm celebrating with you. I would be condoning something that I believe is displeasing to God and I would be condoning something that I believe should not be taking place. It shouldn't be happening. Um, and so, so I think, I think I would take that same approach to a friend of mine who is being married, who is choosing to marry someone of the same gender of the same sex. Um, and so the person comes to me and says, Hey, I want you to be, you know, can you attend my wedding? I would say I can't attend because, because me, me attending condones something that I believe is displeasing to God. Like I can't attend a wedding that I believe should not be happening. Like, because I believe this, this is not pleasing before the Lord. If I show up, it's a form of endorsement and celebration. And and I am now in a position where I am endorsing and celebrating something that God is displeased with and something that God says should not be happening. 
And uh, I don't know about you out there, uh, listeners, but um, I don't ever want to be in a position where I am um, at odds with God. Uh, I don't think that's a good place, uh, a good position to be in. Um, now, now let me go back to the example of my, with my friend James. Let's say he were to he were to have an affair and divorce his wife, but let's say he made an attempt to re- reconcile that. Like he went back to her and said, hey, "I'm sorry." He repents of his sin. He realizes how wrong he was, and he does whatever it takes over and over again to to try to get her back and win her heart back and to show her that that he's repented. But she refuses to take him back. She just says, "No, no, no, no matter what," and she moves on with her life. And maybe she gets married to someone else. And then James later on meets a woman, and then you know, wants to get married. He calls me and says, Kenny, I'm getting married a second time. Will you be my best man? I would say, absolutely. I'll be right there next to you, right? Because because in that mind, it's a form of reconciliation. It's a form of restoration. Like he damaged with his sin in the first scenario, uh, the, the situation that happened, but he tried to rectify it and he couldn't. But but God later writes the story on his behalf to, to restore him back to a Christ-honoring marriage. Well, in that case, I want to celebrate that. I want to celebrate the fact that he was repentant and that God has honored that repentance by giving him a second chance that he, that he doesn't deserve. Um, that's that's who our God is. He gives us second chances we don't deserve. He gives us 10th and 100th and 1,000th chances, 10,000th chances. Like Our God is a God that gives us multiple chances when we don't deserve it, we haven't earned it. And, and, and in that second scenario, my friend James would be walking into redemption and reconciliation, and it would be awesome. And, and therefore, I would attempt attend that wedding and I would celebrate with my friend in that scenario. Again, the circumstances are different. Um, so the question would be, is there ever a circumstance under which under which a same-sex marriage marriage ceremony would be honoring to God or or would be a symbol of those people walking out redemption and reconciliation? Is there any circumstance under which that is plausible or possible? Of course not. Like, if you're honest, the answer is, of course not. It's not. And and it's absurd to think that it could be. And so if we understand that same-gender sexual relations is contrary to God's ideal design, it is sin, and God hates it, we, we can't possibly go to a wedding and, 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 and then with our actions let people believe that we are condoning or, endo- or endorsing that in any way whatsoever. Ever. We have to be, we have to be extremely cautious that our actions and our words, that our behaviors, our choices, our habits, things we choose to engage with, the things we choose to refrain from, that day in and day out, the things that we correspond with or engage with must be things that God would call us to correspond with or engage with. The things that we condone must be things that God would condone, and the things that God would not condone must be things that we choose to to not condone as well. We we want to put ourselves in line with God's opinion on things. I, I, I don't want God to be on my side. I want to be on God's side. And you have to ask yourself an honest question. Would God attend this wedding? Would God endorse? Would God, uh, if Jesus is alive on planet today, would he be at that wedding endorsing that particular wedding and, and blessing that wedding? Um if we're honest and if we look through the pages of the New Testament, I think the answer is very obvious. The answer is no. Christ would not have endorsed that wedding. And with that in mind, I have to say, no, I, I don't think I could ever attend a same-sex marriage ceremony.
Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I know this is a sensitive topic in the minds of many people. If you have a, uh, a question or something you want me to clarify about anything I've said, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you just want to you know, correspond with me about this topic or any topic, I'd also love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. It's at Kenneth Ortiz. K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. Hey, to make sure you never miss an episode of the podcast, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes or your favorite podcast player that'll guarantee every episode gets delivered directly to your device. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. <laughs>